brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Warning, this show may contain adult themes or strong language. Parents are cautioned that this program may not be suitable for children. Welcome to the one with all the 90s, a place where we geek out over all things 90s. I'm your host, Katie, and today I'm joined by one of my actual friends from the 90s in the flesh, not just zooming in or calling in. It's Ashley St. Pierre. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. And my introduction to the show is a little precursor for what's to come. Wow, that's a high bar. That's going to be raunchy. <laughs> I had, so today we're going to be talking about tabloid talk shows in the 90s. Um, to get that, I had to get on the good old YouTube and type in Jerry Springer intro. Okay. And then type word for word, warning, this show may contain blah, 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 blah. Oh, that wasn't just it's, for me. Well. It's kind of a bummer. <laughs> It may or may not be suitable for children, which I love that it says it may not be suitable for children. I would the like to know which children are suitable to be watching Jerry Springer. Mine, certainly. Yours. They've that seen a lot so much. of things. So if you guys have listened to every episode of this podcast, which I hope you have, Ashley has been with me before. I don't remember what episode number it was. It was maybe 20 episodes ago or so. It was a while. I think it was, it was a while. number 22, the oh. one with, with the pyramid. The one with the pyramid. I know because I looked pyramid. it up yesterday. <laughs> I think it was 22. Oh, I will I'll believe you and take your word for okay. that. 22, the big 2-2. Two, two. Uh, we talked on that one kind of about, well, Pee Wee cheerleading. Yeah. Definitely uh, New Kids on the Block. We talked about um, our friendship and how I was more your friend than Heather in the 90s, <laughs> just time period-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got in the nooks and crannies. We played our, our radio show. Oh, yes, that's right. God damn it. I was supposed to get a clip of, because I have a whole cassette tape of us doing a radio show yeah. back in 1998. WKYC and Katie's Basement. Yes. <laughs> And I have them saved on my phone, but I don't want to just randomly play anything because Lord knows what could pop up. That would have been so good. God damn it. Uh, Missed opportunity. I know. Preparation? What is that? (laughs) The only preparation preparation I know starts with an H. (laughs) So, um, and then as I was driving in, Ashley's like, oh, crap, I forgot to bring stuff for a drink. And I'm like, "Uh, on it. So I brought, and I don't think Ashley was too excited about it, but I brought... And I think we've had this on the show before. It is Kettle One Botanical Grapefruit and Rose. And then my husband gave me the bright idea to mix it with Squirt, which is grapefruit soda. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's good. It's refreshing. We Not a fan. We need some ice. Yeah. Um, and I didn't use tequila instead, although I do love floral-flavored drinks. Yeah. And I normally don't, and I like it. Wow. Yeah. Really it's, came it's a drink for everyone. Time. What did we what did we name it? <laughs> so I asked her too. I'm like, what are we gonna name this drink? What what are we gonna name Squirt it? Alert. Squirt alert. Squirt <laughs> alert. That's a respect I like thing. It. I think it is very respectful. You're gonna squirt, you need to shout out squirt, an alert. <laughs> squirt alert. Is that what you're saying? Is that yes. like the code word when you're well, it's well, about to oh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> how many 
30 seconds in. Again, it may not be suitable for children. Oh, boy. <laughs> so um, I mom. gave Ashley some homework, and I don't know if she did it, but you can find a show now streaming on Hulu. It's also, there's brand it. new. Oh, she did. Three episodes in. Okay, cool. So it's airing. There's a new season on Vice, or you can go back on Hulu and check out The Dark Side of the 90s, which I have referenced numerous times on this show. And you're three episodes in. Yes, I got through uh, the Viper Room today. Oh, was, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm into the 90210 teen heartthrob drama yes. section. And I love that. That's where I thrive. <laughs> it's so good. It's teen drama. Going, that's what I watch to this day. I go teen dramas. Teen dramas? Yeah. Like no, the new teen dramas oh, yes. or the ones from back in the no, day? No, the new ones. Okay, name a teen like drama. Like Never Have I Ever? Oh. Love it. I don't know that a one. show called Boo Bitch. Love it. <laughs> I've never even heard of these. Are you kidding? If there's boo, a te- boo bitch, bitch. or yeah. boob bitch, no boo b o o. That would have been your name in middle school. Boo you bitch, you're the boob bitch. <laughs> now I'm, <laughs> and now I am. <laughs> now I'm feasting bitch. Who? <laughs> what is boo bitch? Uh, it it's a show about. I don't want to ruin the plot because it really came out of nowhere. Okay. It's about a friend that dies and becomes a spirit. <gasps> is it with uh, Courtney Cox? No. Or I'm thinking of something else. No, Courtney okay. Cox is not in it. I, I don't know the names of the people in it. What channel or what? I th- it's uh, Netflix or Hulu. Okay. One of those. It's not so funny. Like, nobody ever asks anymore, like, what channel is that on? I know. It's, oh, where do you stream it? Where do you stream? What app is yes. that on? Yeah. So I do love, uh, you know, like, uh, The Kissing Booth. That movie, The Kissing Booth. That was cute. I love did it. see that. Huh? Terrible yeah, storyline. teen dramas. Yeah. No continuity. Terrible. But love it. Okay. Those kind of things. Tell that's me your still, real opinion. That's still what I watch. <laughs> so the girl Outer in Kissing Banks. Booth is the same. No, I've never heard of that either. You've never heard of Outer Banks? No. Oh, my God. It's so angsty and far-fetched. Are there hot guys in it? Yeah, but, you know. Like, sell me. Who is? But they're, like, 22. Oh, well. You know, it's kind of the edge. I do consider myself a Mrs. Robinson type. So sure, I go I mean, for that. Aren't we all? I'd be a... I'm a cougar. Listen, I will still watch now and then and still try to pause it on Devin Sawa's butt, which oh. looking at it now, he was probably 12 yeah, or 13 12 at old. the time, but you've still got to like, look, it's so cute. But when you're watching it in your mind, you're 14 again. You're oh, not. Absolutely. Our age. <laughs> which your age is We're, changing soon. Yeah. Uh-huh. I know. I'll be 38 next month. Yep. Yeah. You're already 38. I'm 38. Yeah? I'll be 39 uh-huh. in December. <sighs> and... But I feel 21 still. I know. That's the hard thing. So just, and then our I don't feel old until things like our 20-year high school reunion is coming oh, up. Oh, we have to get into and, this. Um, oh, no, no, why? I'm, I'm just on the fence about going. I need you to convince me to go. You have to go because I was asked to MC the whole damn thing. And what I cannot I get up there by myself. Moral, so what do you... Do I have a kind of, of person that would just grab a mic and help you MC? Do I? No, Look I absolutely am the kind of person <laughs> yes, that you would are. grab a that's mic why and MC. You have to come. <laughs> and Heather... Ooh, if anybody's listening, or if, if, hello, is anybody out there? If you've listened to previous episodes, Crickets. Heather's been on, and she's like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go." I'm like, Heather, you have to. So everybody who's been on this podcast, everybody is coming with me. We're gonna be the only three we people have there. To. Yeah, maybe <laughs> there'll be pizza, pizza and burritos. It'll be a good time. Oh, okay. But that shit makes me feel old. Well, you're only as old as you feel. I like to say it's the X anniversary of my 21st birthday. So like when I turn 39, <laughs> it is the what is that? The nineteenth anniversary of my twenty-first birthday. Okay, so you're taking thirty-nine minus twenty-one. Oh yeah. Is that oh, yeah, the eighteenth anniversary okay. of my twenty-first birthday. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't that sound better? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. There needs to be some kind of term. So my mom has always done a thing too. 
And I'm like, how old are you? She's like, oh, it's my 21st birthday again. I'm like, you've had like 40 of those at yeah. this point. But yes, there's something with like 21. Nobody ever wants to get older. No, that was like peak. Wow. Peak feeling terrible about my I wanna body. Have, I want to have, I don't want to be 21. <laughs> I want my body to process the alcohol like it did when yes, I was 21 yeah. today. I'm actually very happy with my brain as a 38-year-old and like, confidence levels and things like right. that. I, if I had this level of confidence when I was 21, I'd, I'd be the CEO of a Fortune 500 no company. Shit. I'd be like married and divorced seven times. I would, <laughs> seriously. Do you think it's actually lucky for the world. I wasn't this confident. You'd be married and divorced, wouldn't you? I would just not get married. Uh, maybe if I would maybe. figure that out eventually. Yeah. Or I don't know. But I just, I know it would have been danger. Danger zone danger. if I was this confident back Do you ever then. think, like, if I knew in middle school in the 90s what I know now, I always think, like, yeah, I would have invented Facebook. I would have been the Mark Zuckerberg. Like, if I, if you could go to the future, like Steve Urkel did. Oh, and uh-huh. see what was there and then go back and yes. make some different decisions. Yes. Um, yeah, I would have, I had looked at a townhouse one time. I would have bought that. That would have been <laughs> that would have been skyrocketing value. Oh my! I think about it all the time. It's, yeah. It really haunts me. Um, but that so that's one thing. So real estate, real estate choices or investments or something obvious. Sure. Um, avoiding like I I feel like a lot of things get you to where you are now. So I hate to revise history. I know that everyone way. always says, yeah. If you could change anything, would you? Well, no, because that's why I am here. Right. Where I am today. What could have benefited me is you know the people that picked on me or were bullies to know that if someone said to me just calm down they're peaking right now okay (laughs) this is the best four years they're ever gonna have oh now that's good advice like this sucks right now for you yeah it gets better is really true and right now the trauma you're experiencing is developing a real healthy sense of humor in you I feel like you're thinking of like one or two particular people. Oh yeah, people one might be head. at this reunion. Oh no. Oh. Oh, wait, do what do I have the same Oh yeah, Ill we, will? we're not going to talk about it. No, we won't. We we're won't talk about Bruno, names. but yeah. We won't talk about Bruno, but you know who I'm talking <laughs> uh-huh. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. So, yay. So but, don't make me go by myself. No, I'm please. Again, level of confidence off the charts. <laughs> but if I would have known then that you're you're getting healthy levels of trauma to help you develop a sense of humor that will help you yeah navigate other things in your life and these other people will never get better they're just gonna stay the same <laughs> yes that and would have uglier helped. uglier yeah. inside and out right right yeah i heard once that sometimes people's outsides mimic their insides <laughs> so like but if you find out someone's an ugly person in the inside it makes them physically uglier to you yeah i agree yeah i agree with that for yeah. sure because instead of finding the things that make them unique, like, oh, they have, like, a gap in their tooth, or they have yeah. a lisp, or they have whatever. Yeah. Eventually, you start to hate those things once you realize they're a nasty person. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. You know who else likes to pick people apart? Who? Jerry Springer. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. That's a bad transition. <laughs> <laughs> and tabloid television of the 90s. Oh, the best. Which is why we're here. So there is an episode on... Like if we said streaming on Hulu, the dark side of the 90s, I believe it was episode one of the very first Mm -hmm. season they put out. Um, It's really good. It's like 50 some minutes. Yeah, it's it's good. Pretty easy to watch. Um, For us, I was born in 84. You were 83. Mm -hmm. So we were still fairly young. Um, I was probably a little more sheltered. 
I was going to say, did your mom let you watch this? So I watched all of these when my mom wasn't home. Okay. She would come home around Brady Bunch rerun time, which was okay. like 4.30. Okay. So I had plenty of time, whatever came on at 3 o'clock, and then a little at 4. Okay. What about you? Oh, I watched all of it. And this is, you know, where the content warning at the beginning, sometimes it doesn't apply to certain children. It did not apply to me. My mom was still working. You were one of the people it was suitable for. It was suitable for me. My grandma, she, we lived in a duplex. My grandma lived in one side and we lived in the other. And so when we got off the bus from school, since she worked midnights, she would be home. This is her prime wake up time. Uh So we'd get the Lawson's chip dip, the Ruffles potato chips. Lawson's chip dip. Candy Coke. And yeah. immediately sprawled out, we're watching, you know, Guiding Light <laughs> and all these talk shows. I love My it. My mom would have died. She would have hated it. Your but, mom wasn't into any of the, um, even She like would have thought it was inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, she would have thought it was inappropriate. But, I, you know, I got the list here. Phil Donahue, Geraldo Rivera, Maury Pova, Tricky Lake, Jenny Jones, Sally Jesse, Jerry Springer, Montel Williams, Oprah. I watched them all. Sure. Which one was your favorite? Well, it depends on what the topic was. Jenny Jones okay. was my number one. I yeah, loved she was Jenny good. Jones. Yeah. Um, she brought it. And then Montel Williams, when he had Psychic Sylvia Brown on. <gasps> You're right. I- I'm I unlocking d- a memory for you, you right now. You just did. And I thought here, I thought I did like enough enough uh, research on everything. I forgot about that. That awakened a desire. It did. Of, like the superpower. <laughs> I don't know what the world is called, but I was so into that then. Yes. And I dabble now, but... I remember getting a book of hers and reading it when I first moved out of my own in my apartment. So, like, 2004-ish. And it scared me. I just remember reading it, and I'm like, oh, is that a ghost? Is that a spirit? Mm-hmm. Grandma? I know watching she was brought me? into, like, Council on Crimes and things like that. Yeah. And I was like, this is some... Whatever happened to her? <laughs> uh, she well, she's dead now. Okay. I think she's dead. She was pretty old then, too. She was. Well, I don't know. In my mind, she was. So, I don't know that she was disproven or... Or not, there is like a Snopes article that exists where she predicted something in the future and it happened yeah. in one of her books. What You'll have to look it? at it later. I can't remember. Uh, Sylvia, if you're, if you're with us. <laughs> Was it the, the, the January <laughs> 6th insurrection? Bring, no. <laughs> Sylvia, please bring this memory into the forefront for me if, if you are around. Oh, I wonder what it is. Orbit. Yeah, I forget. You'll, we'll Google it later. Okay. Because, well, I think Snopes debunked it. So it's interesting that you say, like, she was so old then. I did go back, and I was trying to watch, like, clips of each of these talk shows just to remind myself about, like, the formatting and everything. Yeah. And there were so many, like, couples that were on there that was like, oh, she's 32, he's 34. Mm -hmm. They looked like people today, would like, 55-year-olds today. Like, no wonder oh. when we were younger, everyone seemed so, so Because they were so old. much older. That's before, like, Botox and cosmetic surgeries. But 30s? And- 30s when we're watching it at, like, 10, 15. <laughs> is that what it is? They used the no baby oil. <laughs> yes. I mean, didn't we all? Yeah, yeah. but I, I read somewhere when I was in my 20s about using sunscreen, and it just stuck in my brain. Well, wasn't there a song that came out about it? Don't Steal forget my to sunshine. Wear yours. No, <laughs> something. It was like the um the graduating song. I want to say it came out in like two thousand or oh. two thousand one, and it was it was called like Don't Forget to Wear Your Sunscreen. Oh no, you don't remember that? And Not like a real a banger talk, for me. I think they took like his speech he gave at some big college and like incorporated it into a song. But the main message was Don't Forget to Wear Your Sunscreen. Okay, well that's true, and you shouldn't. Yeah, desperately need and it. Ladies, but that's you should always have why. SPF. Yeah. I mean, that's, do you think that's and like, smoking. More people smoked. That's true. That really takes the a toll. glasses were very thick and very tinted, mm-hmm. and it looked very old. Oh, LASIK like wasn't around. No, 
There's been a lot of advancements. A lot of, thank God. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> but you're you right, there it. was no Botox back then. No. Um, so, yeah, so at one point there were over a dozen shows battling for the attention of America in the 90s. And a lot of the shows started a little more pure um, mm-hmm. and then took a hard turn. It all started with Phil Donahue. Yep. I mean, his started in the 60s, 67. And then he was actually canceled in 96. So he went from 1967 wow. to 1996. But he was the first guy to start holding up the microphone to the audience. I loved Phil Donahue. Do you know, he? I wrote to who he's married to, Marlo Thomas, who's like in charge oh, of the yeah. uh, St. Jude. Yeah. She's the voice of St. Jude. I, I think knew her he was father married started to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was fantastic. I, one thing that stood out on that 90s show was Geraldo was going down the route of being trashy. Yes. And then once this Jenny Jones scandal happened, which we might delve into, right. uh, he started wearing glasses. Yes. And- I <laughs> A lot of them did. If you go back, oh, a so lot funny. of them who didn't did. And, like, even the guy, what was his name? He was the producer on Jerry Springer. He, like... He, he didn't called have him out. He was yes. not having it. He was like, you look like a, what was you his word, like doofus a, or something? Yeah, you look like a jackass, you're doofus. Yeah. So, yeah, he was hilarious just because he tried to make, and then he went from Geraldo to the Geraldo Rivera right, show right. to make it more serious. A lot of these shows, though, like originally it was the Sally, Jesse, Raphael, mm-hmm. and then it became Sally. Sally, Jesse. And it was the Oprah Winfrey show. Mm-hmm. And then it became Squirtle just Oprah Squirtle. Squirtle. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it's called when the alcohol starts yeah, running through when your it veins? Squirt alert. Squirt alert. <laughs> so silly. Um, but yes, like a lot of them changed their appearances and then changed even the formatting and the topics that they would cover mm-hmm. on it too. Like Oprah, when she started in the 80s, hers was was a little more scandalous. Yeah. She would have like sex workers and strippers. And- See, I didn't remember that. I tuned into Oprah during the celebrity Tom Cruise couch yes. jumping period of time. So like early 2000s? Yeah, that would have been well, early 2000s. 90s, 90s, 2000s, yeah. yeah. And then when she started giving away cars, I was all in. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> her favorite things. Which is fun. So, going back to, do you watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette? I don't. Good for no, you. No, I can't. I tried. I sadly still watch only because I love Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. So, I have to do the research and watch these shows. Anyway, point of my story is, there was even an Oprah reference in the last night's episode wow. at the Men Tell All. Jesse, what's his face, who's the host of oh, Bachelorette yeah. now? Um, yep. Bachelor Nation. Mm-hmm. So cute, by the way. Uh, He's a sportscaster. Yes. He was the Bachelor one year, wasn't he? Was, he was, yeah. Okay. yeah. I don't think he got into, like, a serious relationship that season, though. No. I, I can't remember. I, I don't know. But, like, Virgin Cruises was really big this year. Like, they went on a Virgin Cruise with the two wow, girls. Wow, cruise lines are trying anything <laughs> they are, to get back. Because there's two girls this season and then all the Bachelors. So, at this Men Tell All thing, they gave out free cruises to the whole studio audience. Uh, well, what does Jesse do? He's you like, get a you get a cruise. You get a cruise. Everybody gets a cruise. I and love that. How many years later that that Oprah reference still lives on? And I wonder, I think most people who would watch bachelorette who are watching it would they know that reference they might know why like they might say that but i don't know that they would know why they they're better. saying it yeah <laughs> okay. you don't know how to research that kind of stuff if uh. i know we need to take a poll okay um so yeah so like everyone started out a little a little one way and then changed and then everyone kind of had their name and they did give this in the dark side of the 90s mm-hmm. show like oprah became the mom show um yep. jenny springer jenny springer 
if Jenny Jones and Jerry Springer Springer show (laughs) Jenny Jones had social issues Jerry Springer was like the fighting show like they Mm -hmm. all kind of found their niche Ricky Lake do you remember that she would do a lot of episodes go Go Ricky Ricky. go Go Ricky but it was and then it was Jerry everyone yelled for Jerry and then Ricky yeah why didn't they all get yelled at yelled for I don't know I'd have been pissed the Katie McCoola show Katie go Katie Katie. (laughs) um what was I going to say? Um, Ricky Lake, you said, yes, did Ricky you know? Lake, do you remember when she would have episodes of people with crazy hair? It must have been more toward, like, the end of the show. No. And they would put, like, mechanics in these but big, I thought she did drag queens. Pieces. And she that was did. kind of my first glance at a drag so, queen. Yes. And what that It was all about like. it. Yeah. I had never, obviously, growing up in Purple, Ohio, was a drag queen. We but I loved know. it. It's it very, we were in an Amish... Amish community. Mm-hmm. Um, sure were. But someone did make a comment, though, that a lot of these shows helped bring to light gays, lesbians, the whole LGBTQ thing. Yeah. And it kind of normalized it. Made it a little more, more mainstream or at least started the conversation, I'm sure. Well, yeah. she was in Hairspray, wasn't she? She was. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that was before or after she got the talk show, but. I think that was before. Ooh. I think it was before. Okay. I'd almost place a bet on it. Yeah, because yeah. she was an actress, so and then got the show, and I loved Ricky Lake. Mm-hmm. She was fantastic. she was one of my favorites. Okay, before we get too like into all this, okay. I have a fun game. Okay, Ashley does not know what the game is going to be. She looks a very a little, a little nervous. I know there's a content warning at the beginning of this. <laughs> we have several it squirt alerts. May not be so. suitable. I I'm actually, I have full confidence in you that you will get these. Okay, oh so I'm going to play the theme song. Oh, no. to these shows. Okay, and you have to guess. What it is. So bad at and this. And with you okay. saying you've watched all of these. I have. Oh, it's been a while. Here's the tricky thing, though. Some of their their theme songs changed over the years. Okay. So I tried to keep it around, like, the mid-90s. Oh, um, so may the, okay. may the odds be ever in your favor. Oh, boy. Okay. Here is theme song number one. Is it Sally, Jesse, Raphael? Mm-mm. Oh, no. Ricky? Yes. Okay. It sounds like terrible elevator it's music. really bad. Yeah. Um, a lot of these are really bad. That's really bad. Okay, here's your next theme song. Geraldo? No. It's got to be a guy. Bill? No. I'm just guessing guys now. I'm so <laughs> bad. Maury? Maury. Okay. You know what's funny is I... Once I heard them, I'm like, yes, I know that song. I couldn't have gotten, I wouldn't have gotten one of these right. This is not a good game for me. Okay. He's ready. He's married to Connie Chung. I wrote that down. Maury is? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. A long time. Yeah. Uh, Okay. This one, I will give you a little hint. This is like the the original theme song to the show. So it changed. (laughs) Picking up the beat a little bit. Jenny? Ooh. Ooh. Oprah? Yeah, I'm failing so miserably. Why is the music in wow. these so terrible? This is like music when you're put on hold for it's like 51 minutes trying to get a hold of. This is something Jesse Katsopoulos and Uncle Joey wrote <laughs> in their jingle studio. Yeah, this is not a professional musician whatsoever coming up with these scores. What about this one? There's a spring that noise. Boing. That might be a clue. There were animated Springer. Oh, Jerry Springer. Mm-mm. Wow. And now, here she is. No. And now, Jenny Jones. 
Why was there a spring? So it, it so it shows. I know because I had to go back and watch it. It's like her name and letters, and she's oh, like she's touching boinging. them, and they're okay. boinging. Oh yeah. my gosh! I just figured it might be a clue if you've seen it. Okay, here's the next one. Tell I haven't watched them. I've had the Geraldo. Song. No, <laughs> Phil Donahue. Yes. I've had that song stuck in my head all day. It's that one it's is a real a song. That one's catchy. All it's right, Phil Donahue. Wow, leave it to Phil. Okay, I have one, two, three, four more. Oh no! Of these last four, how many do you think you can get? Zero. Correct? I'm Zero. not going to get any of these. Where's your confidence? You just spoke. Well, of? I, I'm not a good at remembering <laughs> things. Remembering <laughs> is quite the challenge. Okay, here we go. <laughs> A little more upbeat. Oprah's on. Come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sally, Jesse, Raphael. No. I've named everyone else. Montel Williams. No. Yes. Oh, okay. Montel Williams. It, it might have been later. Or earlier, I should say. You better get through these because I am so bad okay, at this game. Okay, here, I'll give, you a good, I'll give you a good one. Maury. <laughs> Are you Oprah? just guessing Maury for I'm everything? looking at my list. I'm like, who did I say So that? we already had Maury, so it's not going to be Maury. Geraldo. It's kind of like when you do multiple choice and they just say always pick B. Just always pick Maury. <laughs> so that was Sherry Springer. That was his oh. theme song from 1993 to 99. Okay. So I chose that one. That one I do have a memory of. This one oh. is probably going to be the toughest one. So think 1997. Ugh. A female. Sally Juice at Raphael. No. <laughs> I just like saying that. Ricky Lake. Mm-mm. Oprah. This one has singing. Jenny Jones. Did I? Is it a person I Lisa. Which oh, wasn't gosh. Pop- I didn't watch it. She must have been no. on, like, what, before we got home from school. I don't know that she was on that long. She was on, it's in my notes, I'll get to it eventually. It was on for a couple seasons, and originally it was John Tesh and Lisa, and then he left after the first oh, season. Oh, what is his album took out, took <laughs> Probably. off? Singing career <laughs> took off. Okay, here we go. You have to know this one. Process of Eliminations. Geraldo. <laughs> it's not Geraldo. Sally Jesse. Yes. Right <laughs> Finally. But if you notice the recurring theme, a lot of them have the saxophone. The saxophone is featured in those. As it should be. Yeah. I wonder if Kenny G was called in for any of those recording. I don't know, but I want to know. I was thinking, what should I be for Halloween? And I thought, would anybody know who Sally Jesse Raphael was? <laughs> I would. Like so how would how would you dress? Well, obviously like, the red rim glasses, of course. Um, blonde crop wig, yes. Full oversized power suit, yes. With the shoulder, shoulder pads, pads the for whole sure. Bit, uh, like a kitten heel because you got to walk the audience. Yes, you have to have I imagine her shoes. wearing like the um, pantyhose underneath the slacks, which they would have oh, called them. Perhaps yeah. even stirrup slacks, so you could still see it yeah. under, with her shoe on. Maybe like a clip mic on the lapel. Yes. So I can move about. And then note cards. <laughs> that would be good. Oh, lots of note cards. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was She wore, she usually on. had like on a red lip too, I believe. Yes, a bright red yeah. lip. So that would be kind of cool. Oh, yeah, oh, so you have, have to do it now. You but, should. I mean, for kids trick or treat, I need to go to a Halloween party, and I'm actually kind of upset that more people don't go to Halloween parties or have them. I know. 
Because I love Halloween should, parties. We should have a dress-up one. Well, I am we having a Halloween just make party. The whole You're goddamn, invited, I remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's not a costume party. Which is party. the day after our 20-year high school reunion. I know. That's kind of why I'm on the going to keep the IV no drip way. flowing with the alcohol. Keep just, going the whole yeah, weekend. Just don't stop drinking. Why? <laughs> so don't stop. Get it. Get it. <laughs> well, thank you for playing the theme song game. Oh, my I, gosh. I've Honest to goodness, I wouldn't have gotten one. Wrecked. I might have gotten Jerry Springer, and that would have been it. Yeah, I did that. I didn't know it was going to go as badly as it did. <laughs> so, don't so, ask me to a trivia game. And then here's a fun fact. So, so again, this is like the tabloid talk shows of the '90s. Mm-hmm. So there are still two current tabloid talk shows that are on air today, right now, right now. Well, Jerry's still on, isn't he? No. Oh, I um, he but there there are two men. They maybe they play it in reruns, but there's okay. no new no live show. Okay. Mm-mm. Tabloid? Oh, it's TMZ count? Mm-mm. Okay. Where there's, like, a host, too. Well, does Andy Cohen count? Oh. I mean, he's no. a late-night talk show host. You're right, though. How do you even define tabloid tabloid TV? Because he does a lot of The Real Housewives, which is a spinoff, essentially, of... Well, that's what one of the 90s episodes went into. That, yeah. the, they laid the groundwork for The Housewives, which... Yeah, they did. That's my sport, is Housewives. Yeah, so you could do trivia on that. Oh, absolutely, that I would nail. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to BravoCon next Who year. Who flipped and I, the table? Teresa Judice. Yeah, <laughs> is it Judice or Judici? Uh, Did you I notice Judici? Isn't it funny how they like changed it over the seasons? Yeah, it kind too? of evolved, but now yeah. it's Darula because she got married. Oh, I think, I think that's his last name, Louis Darula. Teresa Darulo. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. did she marry Jason? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the song? Dun, 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 dun. It was really popular uh, during COVID. I always uh, thought it COVID. was Spanish love, but oh. I, I don't think that's what it's called. I was calling it. What is it? Stupid love? my heart. Stupid love? Wow. Yeah, something along those lines. Let's not. Okay. Getting trivia. So two tabloid talk shows that are still on. Maury is still on. From 1991, it is still currently on, even though he did announce that he is retiring. I believe he lives in Connecticut. Maury? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll go with and you on he that. And co- he goes and he films, like, all the shows in one to two days. Oh. A whole Max. season? No, but he'll shoot. Or, like, a week's But worth? I think he'll shoot, yes. I think he shoots, like, a week worth in a day or something okay. like that. And then he doesn't work for seven months of the year. Oh. Let's call it that. Well, that's a good yeah. career. <laughs> so he's like, why should I stop doing this? I mean, sure. Yeah. How much do you think he's getting paid anymore? It lives in Connecticut. You right. the tax rate in Connecticut? It's unbelievable. <laughs> That's where my Michael Bolton lives, too. Really? Oh, well, we a should very go. nice state. And they got a lot of wineries there. Okay. Yeah, it's a beautiful state. We should go. We'll get drunk and run into my mm-hmm. Michael and Maury. Oh, Michael Just and conveniently Maury. be bopping around Connecticut. Why not? <gasps> yeah, a good time. I love Connecticut. I've never been. We gotta go. Okay. And then the Steve Wilco show, which started oh, yeah. 2007. And we know Steve. Security guard. The security guy from Springer. Springer. Steve, Steve. Do you remember the eighth grade talent show when I was in the skit with Jerry Springer and Steve? No. Really? No. I think you've like mentioned this, but I don't remember it. Well, I was Barbara Walters. I wish I would have saved that suit. It would have went really well. You can use with it for your Sally, Sally Jesse Rust. <laughs> Only I'd hold on to it so for you were 23 Barbara, years. Barbara Wawa. Barbara Wawa. And then there was, it was like a a skit in our eighth grade talent show or drama club show. And our skit was talk show hosts. Oh. And we were all different talk show hosts of this genre. So 
So I was Barbara Walters. There was Jerry Springer. There was a Steve in the audience who was Corey Smith, oh, I believe. My prom date. Your prom date. Throwback. Oh, um, wow. And then other talk show hosts were in it as well. I can't. And I think the tape got lost. <gasps> if anyone oh my has God, if you guys have we the drama, to, ninth grade drama show, that's yes. what it was. We need to tell everyone at our reunion that they need to bring every goddamn tape they own, anything our school ever did. So we do we have a VCR? Them. I know. <laughs> I do, actually. Okay, bring of the course VCR. I do. Of course. We're going to need that VCR. That's You've come full circle. I know. Look at you. What did you have to do in the skit? Do you remember? Well, I was Barbara Walters, and I was. I have not done the voice so since then. So did you just then. say, this is 2020? Yes. <laughs> did you yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why we needed the show, because that's where my acting chops were blossoming. Yeah. Did nothing with them, but. <laughs> I do. The only I thing I remember. The from those skits is there was one they would do, they were older than us. They would do the Saturday Night Live cheerleader skit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting on the gym floor and watching them like rehearse. And I was like, wow, someday like when I get older, I want to be them and do that on that stage in school. I have a dream of seeing SNL. Like I have to go be a live audience member. I heard it's pretty hard to get in. I know. Oh, to be an, an actual. No, I just want to watch it. Okay. And see how it goes. Okay. Yeah. That I would love to do that, but you have be to kind of be available whenever they tell right. you to be able to jet set. And get on probably a lot of like acting students who are like, we don't We're, make any money. We have nothing else right. to do. They put your name in the lottery and stuff. Or I want to be an audience member of Watch What Happens Live. Oh. That would be a dream. I've always said I wanted to be in the audience for Dr. Phil. I don't even know if it's still on anymore. It is. It yeah. is? Okay, good. Good for him. You know, I can't get behind Dr. Phil. I, it's a little exploitive for me. <laughs> and Dr. Phil is a spinoff. From Oprah. Mm-hmm. So Oprah spawned Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz. It's all like the six doctors. degrees of Oprah. Because <laughs> then you also have Martha Stewart. She wasn't known until she was on Oprah. Oh, really? I don't oh, think I so. Didn't know. Not in her, not in her role as a homemaker. Okay. Slash, you know, I would believe that. Oprah had a lot of, yeah. And she, um, did she help launch Paula Deen or was Paula Deen already? I feel like, yeah. Like, do, have you seen the episode when Paula Deen was on? This is like wow. early 2000s or so, maybe 07. And she's showing, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> squirt alert. Squirt alert! <laughs> <laughs> she's showing Oprah, they're baking something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And she goes to pour something in and it like sucks a little thimble size thing of vanilla or whatever. And it just starts like spraying out of the thing. And they're like, oh my God, it's really, really funny. <laughs> no. It's one of my favorite Oprah moments. It's not really? in the 90s. Yeah. No, I haven't. Good one. But I think she'd probably, I mean, she launched a million people. That's why she's a billionaire now. Fucking Oprah. And we're not. <laughs> okay, we so. No, you could be launching me right now. Oh, maybe I am. In the space with the space ice cream you brought for us to eat later. <laughs> you have um, been talking about doing your own podcast. I don't want to. I just have to come out of yours. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Probably easier. <laughs> and it's this is less work when you come on too, so I like it. You're welcome anytime. So okay, let's start at let's start at the very beginning. So of course it started with Phil Donahue in okay. 1967, and he was the guy who did like more serious topics. His very first um, the grandfather guest. He was he was the OG mm-hmm. of the tabloid TV. Tabloid TV. Yeah. Um, so he had his very first guest was a famous um, atheist, but he was big in talking about like equal pay and women's productive rights and political, personal and, and entertainment, all those kinds of things. Very socially conscious. And again, the first one to put a microphone in the studio aud- audience's faces. And that changed the whole game of TV talk shows, especially in the afternoon. Um, but then 
once it kind of turned more tabloid and Jerry Springer mm-hmm. came in, essentially Jerry Springer was like the demise of a lot of these shows because nobody could really keep up with him either. But then Phil Donahue's show totally tanked and ended in 1996. I remember being very upset about it. I don't really remember having a thought about it. No. I just remember my mom would always cook dinner at the same time that I would hear the theme song mm-hmm. to Phil Donahue, Donahue. Phil Donahue, come on in. Squirt alert! Squirt alert! But then, so honestly, I, it makes you wonder, had it not been for Phil Donahue, would we have even gotten a lot of these shows in the 90s that we did? No. It's a chicken or an egg situation, right. and I'm pretty sure Phil is... What was he? The chicken? The chicken. Yeah. And it's like, would we have gotten these later or would they have just never happened at all? But in 2002, I found a quote that Oprah said. She said, if there had been no Phil Donahue show, there would be no Oprah Winfrey show. He was the first to acknowledge that women are interested in more than mascara tips and cake recipes, that we are intelligent, we're concerned about the world around us, and we want the best possible lives for ourselves. Damn straight. End quote. Snap, snap, snap. That's right. And then Go we got Oprah. so then we got Oprah. She aired from eighty six to two thousand eleven um, for a total of twenty five seasons. I so that I one, remember crying. I was, it was so like her last sad. Episode. I was so sad when it ended. Like Ellen DeGeneres now, not so sad that she's ending. Just well, that scandal that kind right. of rocked the end of her. And I really yeah. never got into Ellen. Hi, hi, I'm Ellen. I'm Ellen. <laughs> But I was, (laughs) (laughs) I was so sad when Oprah's show had ended. Um, Last chance at a free car. Oh my god! Ever so? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to touch on that. So so Oprah was more about like philanthropy, and remember she started like her book club, Mm -hmm. Oprah book club, and every month they would talk about a new book. And then do you remember the scandal from the book club? There was there was a I put him in my notes. Oh, Um, was the Jesus guy? James, the angel Frey. guy. Oh, who are you? Is this the angel book where you saw angels or something? It could. It's, so it's, it was a book called um, "A Million Little Pieces." Is that what you're thinking of? So this was 2006. So not in the 90s. Who are you thinking? Oh, wow, of? there were a couple book scandals. Like one of her book club, it was a female that was accused of stealing an entire woman's book and like repackaging as her oh. own. And then and the then woman Oprah who stole it was on Oprah's book club list, and the woman who originally wrote it was like, wait, bitch, that's my book. Wow, boo, bitch. And it was, yeah, boo, bitch. Uh, Hello, knock, knock. That's actually my story, and you just changed a few names. So that happened to Oprah numerous times. So this guy's name is James Frey. He's known now as the man who conned Oprah. Um, Yeah, and it was something like his book was about, like, overcoming... Um, drug abuse and all these things. Okay. And he either completely lied or really embellished the truth on a lot of it. But his book sales and all of the book sales from Oprah's show would skyrocket when she would suggest yeah, it. Yeah, And so she eventually brought him back on and kind of yelled at him in a very nice Oprah Read kind of filth. way. Yes. Well, the other scandal I remember was there was a, a daughter on that had been in a car accident and she was in a wheelchair. Mm. You remember this? Mm-mm. She was telling like this harrowing tale about this car accident that left her paralyzed. And then it later came out that in the fault of the accident was, I don't know, either not hers or somebody else's, 
But the she came out and admitted she dropped her cell phone while she was driving and <gasps> bent down to get it, and that's how she got an accident. No. Yeah. And, and she said it was because of what? Uh, she did not take blame for it 100%. Okay. I, I don't remember what she was saying was the cause of the accident, but she ended up admitting, no, I dropped my cell phone, I bent down to get it. And I, I've, I've been fucking terrified. Of, <laughs> if my cell phone drops, show? it's gone. Okay. It is gone until I so, pull over. Oprah instilled the fear of God in me from watching the show. Do you remember an episode where she had a woman on, and I think they did a couple episodes on this, like they brought the woman back, mm-hmm. that left accidentally left her child in the car. It was like the first day of school. She was a teacher or worked in a school system. Okay. They had had a new baby over the summer. So this... Um, new morning routine was very very different so first day of going into work for her she's supposed to drop the baby off at either the nannies or daycare whatever she stopped and got Uh, donuts to bring in for the staff and she left the baby in the carrier all day long baby ended up dying she lost her job i think they did like a kind of reunion episode and they were married then and then eventually she brought him back and survive that that story will always live in my head well now there's safety technology built into cars (laughs) that alerts you to check the back seat well and then they would tell you like put one of your shoes take one of your shoes off and put it in the back seat with the child so as soon as you go to get out of the car when your foot hits the ground you're like oh shit my shoe oh wait my baby yeah I mean, it's not that big. My kids are four and seven, so not that big of a concern now. But I always was afraid of it. So paranoid. terrified of it when yeah. they were young, where you really could forget. And then I went back and watched an episode yesterday. I think it was from, like, 1992. And Oprah comes on at the beginning of the uh, episode, and she was like, this, women, this episode will change your lives forever. And I'm like, okay, Word Oprah, swear <laughs> Like, that's a lot. To, like, okay, yeah, come on, the bar's high. I feel like from watching that episode, my life is changed. Okay, what? And it was a story of a woman, again, with a son in the back. He was six, and he was like, I'm thirsty, I want to get a drink. So she goes to, like, the 7-Eleven, whatever it was, and he didn't want to get out of the car <gasps> with his mom to go in. She leaves the car running with the inside and she's like i'm just gonna go run in get you a soda and i'll be right back i guess when she was in people are like there's a guy who just got into your car Ooh. so she opens up the back seat while this guy is like no no i'm not getting your child out she's like let me get my son take everything else yeah and she starts to like strap get him out of the car seat the guy takes off and now like seriously goosebumps like this is really sad i was sobbing like a freaking baby so if anybody can't handle this, skip like 30 seconds. Yeah. But the son is then hanging out of the truck. No. The car and drags him for five miles and he ultimately dies. Oh my God. Your life will never be the same Dang. either. I know. It's trash. And so then she's like, what? I, I, looking back, like, I, I feel like I did everything I could have done. And t- I will. Yeah, take the car. Fine, get the car. I have run into the gas station to grab a pack of gum or whatever while my kids stayed in the car. Granted, I lock, lock the, the car, car and I take the keys with me. Right. And I still kind of make sure that, like, no one was really paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. But that could have happened to anybody. But anybody. she was like, I thought I was doing the right thing trying to get him out. If I would have just left him in there, maybe the guy would have dropped him off on the side of the road somewhere and my I would still have my son. So tragic. Sounds like that guy would have done what he did no matter what. <sighs> right. And he had, apparently he had just gotten out of jail like the day before and he happened to be standing by this car. Oh, and my saw God. It. Well, I know. If you're near a jail... Don't give your kid. Well, I don't know how close car. they were to the jail. I no. don't know. I mean, you needed a car. That's how close they were. Guard for life. I'm bringing everybody down. Yeah, jeez, Louise, let's get out of here. Real so quick. then, do you remember? And it was still in the 80s. I think it was like 1988 when Oprah lost 67 pounds and she wheels Weight in Watcher? the fat. Ugh. 
Oh on my like God. a red wagon, and she and she looked good. She looked real good. I don't know if I remember that specifically, but every time I lose or gain a pound and I see <laughs> that same figure on a food product, I'm like, oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what we should do. Every time we lose a couple pounds, we have to wheel it in a red wagon behind us so everybody can see. Look but what I, I did. I'm always losing <laughs> and gaining the same five pounds. Uh, same 12. Never ending. Yeah. You look great. Oh, God. Thank you. I saw that picture the other day you posted on oh. your floral oh, number. Yes. That was a hot number. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. You know what? Let's just take a break right here and we will be right back. And welcome back to the one with all the 90s. Here we go. Squirty. Squirt alert! So that was a dress that I never would have bought for myself, but I was at this one store at a Beachwood Mall, and they were like, girl, you got the curves, you got to show it off. I'm like, okay. Because it was like Those salespeople. They were good. They were very good at their Wow, that's, they knew what they were doing. And now we're TikTok friends. (laughs) I almost got into TikTok the other day. Yeah? And I hightailed it out of there. What did you do, like, create, were you, like, user nine six one four two three three? So, this is one of those reality checks where you're getting old and the VMAs were on. So, I was on my Instagram account, and I was like, oh, the VMAs, first of all, didn't know there were still videos. Great. Oh. Um, I didn't know either. There are, and there's the VMAs, and I see Young Gravy with a woman named Sheila. Who is Young Gravy, sir? Who yeah. are you? And who are you, Sheila? And it opened up this whole- like Sheila E. No, it was some TikTok influencer's <sighs> mom. So the mom's in her 40s. Ew. Dating so this old. young gravy who's like 26. Like for real dating? And they made out on the carpet. <gasps> Scandal. No, I was like, get it, girl. But who, also, who are you? I just, and who are you, young gravy? It, he's, there's a song called Betty or something. Okay. First of all, I can't get down <laughs> with anyone with, with Lil in their first name or someone named after a food. Um, and young was spelled Y-U-N-G. No, I can't. I cannot. I cannot and I will not. not. (laughs) This is me notting and canting. (laughs) What if his name was like Lil Potato? Lil Potato. (laughs) It's a hard no. It's a hard no. (laughs) Lil Potato. Covers both the bottom. Do they cancel each other out and you're like, I'm into it. Lil Potato Think of how many Lil's. Lil John. Lil Wayne. Lil Nas. Lil Love them all. I haven't heard a Lil. I'm not in Lil Kim. I want uh, the big. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You do. <laughs> big Papa. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Oprah, then she had the brand new car giveaway in 2004. And I did find a fun fact. I remember, like, there was a huge deal. So, yeah. was, long story short, she gave a damn car. It was a Pontiac, a 2005 Pontiac G6 to 276 audience members. Uh, um, and my people, sickest car was a Pontiac G6. I oh, freaking cool. love that thing. Was that was a, my hot girl car. Was it an 05? Were you no. cruising around in an Oprah car? No, I was. Oh. You know what? It, maybe it was somebody that traded it in, though. <laughs> <laughs> because it was a used Pontiac Juice. Because they were saying what happened is the people who a lot of them couldn't afford a new car, they were all chosen um, and all had sob stories. Yeah. And so they were planted in the audience. It wasn't just a random 276 yeah. people. They So it says General Motors covered the price tag of 28500 okay. Excuse me. Squirt alert. Squirt alert. Oh boy! Um, and the sales tax of eighteen hundred, and the gift tax was left for the prize winners to handle, and oh. it was around like six to seven thousand dollars. A lot of them so couldn't, couldn't cover, and it. you had to pay it in like one lump sum to get your damn car. Right. So a lot of them were selling Traded them. In. Oh my Ashley, god! What if I got an Oprah car? You know what? It was like a two thousand and five or two thousand six. <gasps> 
because I got it in 2007 before I moved to Florida and lived uh, a for a year. Her if it could have been. Oh, it was such a good car. <laughs> and then I found out. This is story segue time. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I got the car. I moved to Panama City, Florida with a much older man who was a waiter. Didn't mm-hmm. turn out as... No no disrespect to waiters. That's how I didn't work out. <laughs> Worked out. <laughs> didn't work out. I found out he was moonlighting as like a drug dealer. <laughs> Was Hill, his name Lil? No. Lil drug dealer? It wasn't. No, not Lil. And he was very tall. Mm. Uh, it looked like Kenny Chesney, which kind of just threw me for a loop. And yeah. I was like, wow. Well, I, you talked a little bit about that on the last episode. Yeah. And the, yeah. If you mildly resemble a celebrity, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> yes. I'm moving across the country for you. Especially if he's a country music star. I feel if like you live in a is, beach, uh, yeah, level like 10, I'm in. This is when we need some. Uh... On today's episode. <laughs> We have a girl who traveled all the way to Florida for a guy who looked like Kenny Chesney. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Suffer from this, a lot of daddy the issues. episode is all from there, right? <laughs> Which, going back to Oprah, I did watch another episode. She had two guys that molested their own daughter. No! Stop going yes. down these dark holes, I ha- Katie. I'm, I, not, I'm left turning out it's of this. Not even, I, I randomly chose two Oprah episodes, no. and this is what they were. I can't do it. I'm segueing out. She got so nitty gritty into exactly how did you do no, it? No, when can't. did you first get an erection? No, how Katie, did you have, stop. What position were you guys no, in when they were? Caught? I can't sleep. I must sleep at night, and I cannot have this. Then I can't don't stand for it. then don't watch. She Mandy's has her Oprah. own. She has her own backstory. No wonder she was getting. Into I know. It. Well, and she did Where mention that? that. And this was like early. I think this was either late eighties, early nineties. Oprah. I can't believe these people went on this show. Oh, yeah. Tells me they're complete narcissists and sociopaths that they even let this. Apparently, at least the one guy was like part of this like sex program and like he worked all the steps. Oh, yeah, please. I don't care what you do. This is where I'm. I'm hard on euthanasia. Okay. Hard on. (laughs) Speaking of hard ons, let's talk about Jenny Jones. I'm a hard on for Jenny Jones. (laughs) So, do you want to talk about the scandal and, like, this whole episode on this Hulu? This bummed me out. It's a total bummer. Yeah. Bumper? Bumper? So, March Rubber 6th. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby buggy bumper. Yeah. <laughs> March 6th, 1995. Okay. Is when this happened. So, Jenny she Jones. She had a bad rap for this. It was bad. It was bad. It wasn't her fault. No, I was mad when I heard them questioning her on the stand, too. All right. I'll let you tell the story before I but, well, get into my Jenny Jones defense. Let's to that. So... There was an episode that was taped but never broadcast. Right. Um, so essentially, there was a guy. Hang on, I have this. Okay. Which fun fact? Uh, it was produced by Quincy Jones. Ran for twelve seasons. The Jenny Jones show. Okay. So on an episode, wow, Rashida Jones of The Office fame's yes, father. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tie it all in. Great show. There was an episode called Same Sex Secret Crushes, which was taped on March six, where a gay man named Scott confessed his love for his friend Jonathan. Um, who he said, you know, I have a crush on you. And this guy was so embarrassed by it. And the show um, hadn't even aired yet. No, it was three yeah. days after they taped. It hadn't right. even aired yet. I don't know what the typical time frame between taping and airing would yeah. have been. But it said that he had a history of mental disorder and alcoholism and substance abuse. Which I bet he wouldn't have had a crush on him if he knew alert. all that. <laughs> no. And then he killed that guy. He was convicted of murder and mm-hmm. sentenced to 25 to 50 years in prison. He was released on parole um, in August of 2017. But that 
whole story completely changed. That's when Geraldo started wearing glasses. Geraldo starts wearing glasses. Oprah changes her tune and goes to more like serious topics. Celebrities. Celebrity interviews, the mm-hmm. book club, the car giveaways, all those a little more pure. Yeah. But Jerry Springer on her. He was like, in. hail to the no, we're going to stick with, with what we're doing. And Jerry Springer was always up there competing with Oprah at the top. Yeah, which... I mean, she she went the right way. It obviously panned out for her. She's a billionaire, and Jerry Springer's not, although he had a very successful career. I would like to know how much he has. Strong millionaire. I mean, his show was on for a long time, too. But this, the the Dark Side of the 90s episode, is a lot about Jerry Springer. You know, if that happened today, because we were talking about, like, when we were texting back and forth, that if something would happen today, if that happened today... Because of, you know, how fluid people are now, the guy would be like, all right, I'm into it. Right. Well, probably. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it, but yeah, I'm down. What's interesting, though, is Jenny Jones asked him, like, are you surprised? And he's like, oh, I, you know, like, oh, I knew it. I knew you were going to bring me here. But, like, I feel like there would have had to have been clues back home before you came on the show that this guy had a crush on you. Well, obviously, and they had mental health issues to begin with, but I feel like people like that get so angry when they identify something in themselves when that happens. Like, maybe he had those thoughts, and then when they became a reality with someone else who could express them on national TV and wasn't afraid. That's a really good point. Because if you do look at the history of especially like pop culture and stuff, the people who come out and quote unquote gay bash and all that stuff, usually it's because there's a grain of truth to it in themselves that they're afraid to face and they're jealous of people that are openly expressing it. What's the quote? Like you can point a finger at somebody else, but there's three fingers pointing back at you. That's right. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's why he... I had to psychoanalyze him, got so angry. That's what was point. he released for? Good behavior. That's a I don't that's know. some bullshit because uh, how do you behave well after you kill someone? Right, so that happened in what, what, I, what so. I say, 96, and then he was out by 2017. So yeah. he was still in there for a good 20-some years. Uh, okay. Well, I wonder how old he was when he got out. They should do a He probably a had seven wives <laughs> from all those freaking weirdos or, that write in and marry handsome-ish people that are in jail. Or he had lots of fun in jail with the men and was like, oh, I'm I am living my true self. gay. Yeah. 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 So then we had, you know, going back to Jerry Springer. Um, did you know, I'm sure you do, but Jerry Springer started as the mayor of Cincinnati. I did know that. Yeah. And when they were talking about he, how he was getting, I don't know if he was sued, but someone tried to hold him accountable for the fights on the show. Yes. And they were saying either... People on your show need to be charged with assault if they're really hurting people or your show is fake and you are spreading lies and untruths. So either way, you need to be shut down. Either way, you're accountable. Yeah. And And Jerry Springer's in court, like, whatever. Like, he made a total mockery of it. It was really entertaining to watch. It was very entertaining. I wish we could watch the whole area of or the whole sound of him being yeah do you remember though when he was mayor of cincinnati why he had to step down from that position do you remember that scandal so this is pre-jerry of course it was so he would have been on his own show (laughs) yes he was caught writing a check to a sex worker because i guess that's what you do you dummy i know Ugh. And then it was traced back to him. He wrote the check. You hate to see Who it. Who writes the check? That's very like Danny Tanner. Like, oh, thank you, sex work. Let me write you a personal check. Can I add a tip in here? Can I get a ten ninety nine since you're <laughs> yeah, <I know>. a <laughs> <laughs> independent contractor? 
so crazy. Um, and then let's see. She has CDs, so you have something to invest too. <laughs> you know. So his forever. show started in Cincinnati, and then after the first season, then they moved to Chicago, and then that's when like he was always okay. on the front of the Chicago Tribune or whatever newspapers they had out there. So people of Chicago like hated his show. Well, made them kind of look like garbage. But you know what? They're doing a pretty good job of that themselves right now, too. Like murder capital of the United States. (laughs) They're probably blaming Jerry. It's probably where Lil Potato lives. (laughs) Lil Potato. (laughs) Um, But then, okay, so then we come to Geraldo Rivera, which, fun fact, do you know where he lives? Another yeah, he lives Ohio. in Mount Cleveland. He lives in Shaker Heights. Yes. Yes. And fun, another fun fact, his wife, who's much younger than him, and it is, mm. it's his fifth wife, mm-hmm. her father is an attorney in Cleveland who works at the same place that my father-in-law no. works. Have you been and at events so with him? Geraldo apparently will make appearances there. I have never seen him, but my father-in-law has. I love that shirtless selfie he took not that long ago and posted. <laughs> Remember that? I don't would, remember he what had it like looked. almost a six pack for he as old as great. he is. Pretty good. Well, With I wrote down some world of things too. Is that uh, he was on The Apprentice? So my husband used to be very mm. into The Apprentice, and we watched that season together in that chock full of nuts commercial. First of all, I remember attention. when he was on. I don't remember that The Apprentice. I drink chock full of nuts because of Geraldo <laughs> Rivera. On the what Apprentice. was it? It was like one of their. their it little... was one of their products that they had to design a campaign around okay and Geraldo I think won that challenge and that's still the campaign they use yeah no I don't know if they still oh. use but it's like chock full of nuts it's that heavenly coffee it's <laughs> and my husband and I, I sing it every time the chock full of nuts comes out because of Geraldo and they won that challenge and it oh. was and he was just so full of himself and railroad I think he won I think he won that year he might have I, I remember him a lot yeah. so he must have at least made it up to the final two or three yeah if not winning the whole he thing. was so good and so I, what I went with that was Geraldo and that mustache I couldn't take my eyes off of it and I was thinking what you are, love a man in a mustache I don't Burt Reynolds but okay thank you that was where I was going with this is what are other famous stashes because I wrote down Tom Selleck, who I did have a crush on. Right. Oh, that's what it is. Magnum I always get them confused. Yeah. So Tom Selleck. But you say Burt Reynolds. Uh, yes. He had a good one. Nice hairy chest. Yeah. Um, famous mustache. Uh, because I watch oh, Southern Charm great... now, and there's a, a guy on there that has just such a raging 70s mustache. I can't take my eyes off of it. Yeah. I'm intrigued and disgusted at the same time. Do you like a full beard, too, or just the stash? No, I hate mustaches. Oh. I hate them. But just on those guys? Or well, I mean, it them? was the time period. It was yeah. the 80s. They were in fashion. Now, I would say not in fashion. Ew, and you know but what But they're else? coming back. Well, they're bringing mullets fucking back, too, and I can't. Oh, can't Movember? Do you remember Movember? Yes. I don't know if they still have it. No Please shave, don't bring no, it back. Yeah. Yeah. No shave November. And everyone had mustaches. It was... Well, I worked in... When I was working in Boston, and I was doing, like, client services for this company, and... Everyone I saw that day had a mustache. I was like, what's happening? I finally asked somebody. They're like, it's November. I had Duh. no clue what that was. Yeah. And it was Can we raise- have a month where women just don't shave any of our body parts, too? Because that sounds amazing. It sounds very Actually, that sounds me. like probably 11 out of the 12 months for me. <laughs> I hate shaving. <laughs> I probably have a mustache going on now. Okay. Going back to Geraldo, though. Um, so... The thing that kind of started the whole tabloid television is when Geraldo had an episode, there were like white supremacists. I wrote on... that down too. KKK show. Yes. Yes. And what happens? 
during they that show. They all started fighting and throwing chairs, and wasn't he bloody at they one point? They threw a chair. It actually it wasn't intended for him, but he yeah. was trying to get in the middle of the fight. Yeah. And it hit his face. It broke his nose. Okay, yeah. And, of course, the cameras are still airing Of course, she never stopped rolling. And it was actually kind of a sexy thing to watch. What? Like, the guy with the bloodied nose, and he was, like, trying to do the right thing. <laughs> it's, like, dripping into the stash. Oh Very sexy. No glasses yet. And, uh, yeah, and that's what changed the whole... Well, I don't know if it was um, Phil Donahue or Geraldo Rivero, but the day the uh, World Trade Towers crashed or the World Trade Center bombing, Mm -hmm. he still had his show, and he had people coming into the show that were in the area. Yeah, you got to look it up. And they came in and filmed the show that day when the World Trade Center bombing happened. Oh. And I mean, they're like covered, like covered in, in ashes. ashes and yes. St- and then what did they do? Yes. Just talk about. They like, were talking what just about happened. the live. I think I don't know if it went live or whatever, but they were talking about what was Ooh, going on I'll and what happened. It was, yeah. I do remember watching a thing about Saturday Night Live, and that Saturday they were like, "What do we do? Do we continue on? Do people need a moment to themselves?" Was this nine eleven or is the nine eleven? Oh. Is that what you're talking about? No. Oh, there was a World different. Trade Center bombing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yep, yep, like yep. in the nineties. Yep, yeah. Maybe we should look into that later. We should. That would be a good topic, too. Yes, bombings. Let's get into it. (laughs) The bombings and shootings and the killings. No, no, right turn. Oh, my God. (laughs) So then then that kind of led into the whole Jerry Springer thing where they would have an episode called I Married a Horse. That made me want to barf. I had I had to like turn it. And I especially do the it. producer on the show, Richard Dominic, like who's in this documentary. Question. He's like, like, "Well, why why wouldn't I air, air that episode? I married a horse." I wanted to ask him, like, "Can I see a photo of the lovely bride?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it aired. Funny. Didn't they say it aired in New York and it didn't air any other time zone after that? Because oh, they, they shut did. It down. Yeah, they shut it down. As should I? I mean, bestiality <laughs> is not something I want to hear about. I just don't. But they would have other other episodes called "I Broke the World's Sex Record." Um, or a man who cut his own male organs. Like, it was it was very crazy. And then okay. there was one they featured in here with the Siamese twins, the two girls, and the that one wanted to so sing country. Sad. I remember watching I that when it aired. That. <laughs> I remember it, and I was like, wow, this is crazy. That was, good I, for I mean, them. good for her that, right. that, or sh- them, that they got to do Talk that. about but confidence and self-esteem, goddamn. Oh, yeah, I had that I confidence. And then they all became, I mean, the segue was into reality shows Yes. after that. I mean, all these people that were on trash talk shows, maybe that's why they're not so prevalent anymore is now you could just get a reality show. You just get right to it. Well, they do mention in 1994, the slowest high-speed chase ever with O.J. Simpson <laughs> became like a huge media spectacle. There were 150 million people who tuned in to see this whole thing. Yep. To see the trial and all that, and that's when people were like, oh, that's what people must want to see, so we need to keep going with that. Do you remember where you were when the chase was occurring? Uh, at home, eating SpaghettiOs, fucking freaking pissed that I couldn't watch my regular after-school shows. And I'm like, why do I care about this guy who's driving very slowly down the highway? I think I had either a dance recital that night or my dance recital rehearsal, because I remember being in the drive through getting food and my costume oh. and hearing it on the radio. Yeah. And then we had a mock trial at school where we had to take one side of For the, the OJ Simpson trial? Yes. What? Yes. So what grade would that have been? In 90- I was in fourth grade pupil enrichment program. Pep. For us peppies. That's what you guys did in there? That was one of our activities. That's what you did. Was and they went into all trial. the details. And the yeah, deaths. we had a judge. We had attorneys. We had clients. What? And you had to argue the case. Who was the teacher of this group? God, I don't remember. 
But I remember feeling like a freak show because they would come get you out of your normal class. So it was like, nerd alert. Hey, you're a nerd. Let's go. (laughs) Come on, pep people. Pep time. I had no idea. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have so many questions to ask, but we're going to keep going. I won't remember. So then that. in like 1999, we had like the Columbine shooting. And after that happened, yep. is when a lot of fingers and eyes were on Jerry Springer. And I did a previous episode on Woodstock 99. Yep. And they started to blame Jerry Springer for all the, the demise from that too. Like Jerry Springer was just the villain. straight He's a scapegoat, man. Anybody who did anything shitty in the late 90s, oh, it was Jerry Springer's fault. That is... A bit, you know, he was just the scapegoat. I don't believe yeah. in that. I mean, especially now, what we know now about those kids that were involved in that shooting, obviously there was more to it Very than trash television. And I did tell you, my husband went to Woodstock 99. I've been waiting. So what story do you oh have? Oh my God, it's so lame. He was 18. Oh, okay. He went with two friends. And I said, he's, his mom's kind of overprotective. He's like, first of all, I can't believe my mom let me go. Can you imagine? Like, no, Ma, she must not have known what the other Woodstock was about. Because she was like, "Sure, son, just well, be careful." No Woodstock cell phones. Of sixty nine and ninety four were pretty calm and tame. But when you see the lineup for Woodstock ninety nine, definitely I don't think she knew anything about the you know corn, Metallica, whatever. I don't think she had a clue. Biscuit. So he said, "I remember." It. He didn't. He barely remembers his childhood, and it was a great childhood. So I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know why he doesn't. But he just said it was very hot. They bought a case of beer for $60 <gasps> and that it was all calm and peaceful until Sunday afternoon when porta potties were overflowing and people started burning things and then yeah. they tailed it out of there. They, they left. Yeah. And then I'm like, did you see, my, you know, my kids were around, so I was like using words they don't know. So I was like, did you see any fornication? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah. They're like, Okay, like he didn't elaborate on it wasn't anything. It was deal. a he would not have been good on the documentary. That's interesting. No, he just oh, said wow. they were just all waiting for some big act that was supposed to come Sunday yes. night, but no one ever showed came. up. And so, when, did he ever go in the mosh pits? I don't think so. Yeah, he's good not a mosh him. type. Yeah, he said the two there were two stages going on at the same time, and they were very far away from each other, miles. Yes, apart. so they. You know, I don't know. Maybe he was at the lame stage. He was at the like Sarah McLaughlin stage. He's probably in stage. the the, the <laughs> hangar, the aircraft hangar that had like Bjorn and stuff. He barely him. remembered anything. I'm like, you're a terrible oh gosh, interview that's subject. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so going back to this, so I loved on this documentary what the one female producer who used to work for the Jerry Springer show said. Yeah, and she's I thought a this was now. the blonde-haired girl. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I liked this quote. I wrote it down. She said, reality shows. the same quote down. Did you write it down? I did, but. And I love that yours are handwritten notes. Mine are typed up in my computer. Mm. I love the handwritten notes. She said, reality shows. Squirt alert. (laughs) Reality shows are the bird that evolved from the dinosaur of 90s talk shows. Oh. I thought that was a very good way to put it. That's not what I wrote down. Okay. (laughs) I wrote down how she said. She was referring to how well you treated guests before they came on the shows to how you treated them afterwards. Bring them in by limo, send them home by cab. Yeah, I put that in my notes too. (laughs) Yes. You got to wine and dine them, give them all the things. Tell them why they need to be on the show, why they need to tell their story. The world needs to know what you have to say. And then the day of, they get them all wound up and be like, do you know what that other person said about you? You need to get out there, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it made for great And then they send them home in a cab when they had just got their use out of them, like the horse going to the glue factory. That's probably when the horse got married. He was like, it's either this or I'm marrying the guy and going, Jerry Springer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, so 
Then they also say if you did today what they did in the 90s and showed it to the public. Oh, my gosh. The quote unquote cancel culture, people's heads would explode. And I agree with that. There were so many things that would never fly today that did back then. Right. But there were also, I was watching a part of Jenny Jones, the whole premise of it was I'm a bitch. That is it. Boo, bitch. Well, sign me up for that. <laughs> and the girl's brother was on, and Jenny's like, so why is she a bitch? Well, she gets everything she wants, and she doesn't put up with anything. I'm like, yeah, hand clap. for you. Like, that's normal. But the whole episode was about a woman who was proud to be a bitch. Well, I salute you. Women. I salute you. <laughs> Your bitchiness. I I was reading an article the other, I don't know how long ago it was about you know how there's like boss bitch culture or you know yeah. that kind of thing and how it minimizes women because just because you get what you want and you ask for what you want and you mean what you say mm-hmm. you're a bitch and yeah. men can do it and you, they're not called assholes no they're just doing their job they're just doing their job yeah. and blah 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 so I have denounced the bitch culture actually <laughs> <laughs> because I just am. Well, even if you look at, this is getting a little deep, but even if you look at women in the past, there has been so many documentaries. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think how much I want to go into, but like we'll even talk about um, Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. Like women could not speak out against him because they're like, who was I to say? No one would ever believe me. I would be shunned from Hollywood. I would never work again. Everyone is going to side with him. So women always had to take the back seat and just suck it up, which is going Back to Woodstock 99. What was the point of reporting these guys? Nothing was going to happen. Right. You have to have a plethora of evidence to make anything like that occur. But guess what? Now we hit the receipts. (laughs) We do. Technology has allowed us women to keep the receipts. And there's ring cameras all around us. Boo, bitch. We got the receipts. Boo, bitch. We got you. That's how talk shows would be now. Yeah. I'm bringing you on. So I asked Ashley, I was like, what would it look like today if tabloid TV shows existed now? Yeah. You'd have to involve social media for sure. Oh, you're you're reading our text. I feel like I should just read our text because it was... (laughs) It got dark. Hold on. I got to (laughs) find... Where did I ask you this question? Dialing into the newsroom. Boop, 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 boop. Um, so you said social media would definitely be involved, some kind of audience interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, today's world, yeah. And I said, like, no one in today's world would go on a show and say that they molested dirty their daughters. No. Um, you said they'd have a Hulu documentary about it in the month, followed by death threats, a book deal, mm-hmm. jail, and another documentary. Right. I said, oh, don't forget the sex tape. You Obviously. said uh, they'd get sampled in a rap song, TikTok <laughs> challenge, then eventually a cookbook. <laughs> And then I said, and a reality, uh, a reality season that will get picked up for a second until mm-hmm. there's a spinoff show featuring the molester's dad, who is the reality star, or really the star of the show. Mm-hmm. He ends up being a cult leader, but eventually gets his own podcast. But then they started charity. <laughs> then they so started to go charity. Deeper. <laughs> charity, which <laughs> moves into like a... A traveling sideshow, which then becomes another reality show. It would just, it just all, keeps going. It would be. Oh. Oh. Um, I feel like these, the theme songs need words. Yes. Okay, so other shows we haven't really touched on. The Rosie O'Donnell show, that was my favorite. That ran from 96 to 02 for six seasons. You famously got a shout out. Famously, famously got a shot. I've mentioned that she said hello to me on the Kids Choice Awards. That's right. It was the best moment ever. But her show was definitely like the Broadway show and um, mm-hmm. Koosh Balls and Tickle Me Elmo, an obsession with Tom Cruise. Barbara Which was Streisand. all lies. 
So oh, I lies. did watch a clip today as well. Was it cringy? Um, it had to be cringy. It was when Jerry Maguire was just coming out. Tom mm-hmm. Cruise came on, and he was so awkward. It was really, really hard to watch. So this would have been, what, 96, 97? Yeah. And she was, like, really sweet. She's like, Tom, I'm obsessed with you. Like, I get Tommy. it. Tommy. Tommy, can Love you hear me? <laughs> And she's like, I get it. You're just a regular guy. But, like, I don't, something about you makes me happy. And she was friends with Nicole Kidman at the time, who he was married it's to. It's all about Scientology. But he was so awkward and just, it was like he couldn't even look at her in the eye. And he kept, like, covering mm-hmm. his face and his mouth and his chin. Like, you could, he did not want to be there at all. Well, yeah, he doesn't really make any appearances now. And he no. still brings home, like, like billions for his movies. Mm. I'm shocked by it. Well, ever since he jumped on the couch on Oprah's show, I can't. I can't. You know, it's like jumping the shark and then jumping, jumping on, the on the couch. <laughs> what will be the next thing someone will jump? I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and then from her show, we got, like, Cutie Patootie. Did you ever watch Rosie? I did, because she was on right after school. I want to say, like, 4 o'clock or 3.30 or something like yeah. that. She was the the Ellen. Like, uh-huh. Ellen was her vibe. A little more pure. Yes, mm-hmm. pure and brought on child stars and was, like, sweet to the guests where they wanted to come on that show. Yep. Now I almost can't watch them because you know how prepped the celebrities are before they come on. It's annoying to me. So that's what I did notice watching Tom Cruise. I'm like, he would never, no celebrity would act that way on any talk show now. It was so cringy. Like now yeah. they have actual media like a training. Like that preps you. Yes. Right. I wonder if media training came into play after watching Tom Cruise on Maybe. Rosie Somebody O'Donnell took show. advantage of that. Like, Dude, we need to get it together. Even, you know, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel, the, the guests are so trained on what to say and the questions are pre-approved. It's very annoying to me. One of my favorite Jimmy Fallon moments is when, ironically, Nicole Kidman came on. Yeah. Did you see that? No. Oh, my God. Go watch it. It's so good. She confesses to him on live TV that she, like, wanted to, like, go on a date with him. And she <gasps> went to his apartment. Like, it was all Oh, yeah, I do remember out. this. And yeah. he just wanted to sit there and, like, eat crackers. And he was playing video games, wasn't <laughs> he? Or game, something? Like, had a hat on, like, didn't yeah. even get dressed. And she was like, oh, well, I guess he's not that into me. He was like, I could have gone out with Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Yeah, he, like, had no idea that she could possibly be interested in him. (laughs) I think of anybody that maybe wasn't prepped when you're so rich and famous that you're just like, I I can do this. I'm not going to be prepped for this. No, thank you. I guess you would assume 1996 Tom Cruise would have been prepped enough. Well, I I don't know that they did it like they do now because, you know, any mistake you say is going to live on Forever now. Forever you and can't, ever. And ever and ever. Remember when Drew Barrymore went on David Letterman and like flashed yes. her boobs and did and like a little dance? Desk. Yeah. That was a great TV moment. It was. And she had her little hair clips in. Yes, and, stuff and like her that. little belly shirt. Yeah. And she so cute. Um, and then we had Montel Williams. He aired for 17 seasons from 1991 to 2008. Almost 5,000 episodes they did of Montel. I did love him. He kept it classy. He was good. He did keep it classy. Um, He talked a lot about, like, multiple sclerosis, which he Mm -hmm. also had himself. And then, fun fact, did you know he, I don't know if they were married or they just dated, but he had a daughter with somebody, and they live in Ohio. A girl I used to work with is best friends with. No, really? The woman who was with Montel. Yeah. Oh. I know. I loved Montel. He was, like, heartwarming. Or, you know, he talked about not. He was like the cool dude who just kept like a cool vibe. And he wanted on that 90s show, he was talking about they wanted him to bring out people with fetishes and one was a diaper wearing fetish and he refused (laughs) to do it. Good for him. Mad respect to Montel for not going that route. Which on that note, come on in, guest. (laughs) He's been waiting in the back closet. Oh, you shoot your pants (laughs) out there. Damn it. 
You're supposed to do that on <laughs> a air. A booty fetish. They like to have their <laughs> diapers change. Dr. Phil did an episode of that, on that, too. Uh, there's a whole I underground. I was once, um, you know, our friend, well, Kelly Freeman, who we went to school with, during her bachelorette party in Pittsburgh, there was a furry convention oh, going no. on. So we were seeing furries all over town. Oh, that's great. We didn't go to the convention, though. Oh, we had a booked sketch. So a missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. we didn't know what they were. And we're like, why are all these people in full animal costume? <laughs> Is it Halloween? This was like 10 years ago. Oh, that'd be great. I would love to go to one of those. Well, you but can. Yeah. Good news. Well, it's still uh, in Pittsburgh. You can get a ticket oh, as like a voyeur. No. <laughs> we should go and, and do a live podcast at okay, the furry convention. Let's do it. And then we had Sally Jesse Raphael which aired from 83 to 2002. I didn't realize she was on that long. No, I wouldn't have thought that. I don't have a lot of memories of her. I don't think I got that. I watched it occasionally. I feel like she kind of bored me. She was like the Angela Lang. She reminded me of Angela Lang. Yeah, she was sophisticated. Yeah. So I don't even know what her topics were. They weren't like super trash topics. No. Then we had Ricky Lake that aired from 93 to 03. And then do you remember when she came back? Yep. It was 2012 for a season. And I watched it because I remember thinking, Ricky needs us. Yes. She needs these ratings. I did too. But we didn't 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 work. I remember reading the number. It was like less than a million views. And so it got canceled. I was so sad. I wonder what now would be the metric for how successful they were. Because, you know, nobody watches TV anymore. I know. what would they need? They would need like YouTube views or Instagram followers. Yeah. You probably can't get a show with under, you know, 500,000 Instagram followers or something like that. This is where I have a love-hate with technology. I know. You need it to advance. Yeah. You know, you know, like my housewives girls. They're not even accepting applications unless you have X amount of followers already. Right. So. And even um, Bachelor Bachelorette is like that, too. They have a big following. Yeah. You have to be willing to put it's yourself not real. out there. Reality TV is not real. Ugh. Um, and then, okay, so here is, I took a note. Um, blah, 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 blah. So here's some other 90s quote-unquote tabloid shows that tried to make it that didn't. I wonder if you remember these. So these okay. aren't like the big ones we just talked. So this is coming out of the 90s. Remember the Ananda Lewis show? No. It only oh, aired for MTV, season. like VJ or she something? She was on MTV. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember. Carney Wilson tried to have a talk show in the 90s. I love Carney Wilson. <laughs> it aired um, Wilson for Phillips. one whole season um, and was replaced with the Rosie O'Donnell show. So I, I, that Carney panned Wilson, out well. That went well. Danny Bonaducci also tried to have a talk show in the 90s. I remember that. For one season on the first episode, he had his fellow cast members from the Partridge family as Didn't the guest. Didn't he come on? He was later on, like, VH1. Um, I I don't know when the, the reality show started, but we should go he into that did. one time. Because there was that VH1 one. I watched was like, it. it was I watched them all. Like, his drug use or alcohol. Celebrity Rehab was one of them. And then there was uh, The Surreal Life. <gasps> Was it that? Yeah. I, I don't know if he was on it, but that was one of them. Yep. I watched all of it. Yeah. I know that. There and then like he tried to do, time. it was like the guy version of The View, and like Mario oh, yeah. Lopez was on oh, it with yeah. him. Yeah. It's very weird. Um, okay. Then we also had Gabrielle Carteris. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Tried to have a talk show. Yep. She was the girl from 90210, Andrea. That's the episode I'm on of <clears throat> the 90s show right now. Oh, good Where she was like. Written out of 90210 because she admitted she was like 30 years old. So stupid. Um, So that aired for one season. Who else? What all are famous people? She's the president of the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. 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 
Big deal. She's done some things. She's done a few things. And then Joan Rivers, hers was already started in 1989. It went to 1993. So we aired for five seasons. That was great. Um, and she did eventually earn a Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Talk Show Host. And then they dropped her in... She would have been one of those, like, uh, quote-unquote bitches that really she, wasn't a bitch. She's a boo bitch. Yeah, Am I even she, using that right? No, but watch okay. the show, and it's a weird show. But she was coming off of The Late Show with Joan Rivers. They dropped her as the host in right. 1987. She would not play ball with those men. She wasn't taking any of their Good. shit. I love that. Yeah. And then I saw there was a show from 95 to 96 hosted by Mark Wahlberg. I'm like, what in the actual? Uh, then I looked it up. It's Mark L. Wahlberg. <laughs> it's not Marky Mark. Okay. But he went on to host maybe. Um, Can you name it? He's Temptation been on a Island. Few. Yes. What else? There's one, two, Supermarket three. Supermarket Sweep? No. Mall Madness? No. Was it a mall show? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like where you're going. Antiques Roadshow. Okay. And then Russian Roulette on GSN. And oh. then Moment of Truth on Fox. Okay. No. That's Mark L. Wahlberg. Were you a um, AC Slater or a Zach Ooh. Morris? I was Probably more Zach. Zach yeah. Because I liked the blonde hair. But mm-hmm. AC Slater, I didn't. tan. I didn't like the curly hair. I didn't like the curly hair either. It wasn't doing either. it for me. If it had been straight brown hair. That would have like long straight though. No, or but short just a bust. different hair. Yeah, just a different hair. I didn't like. I don't. But like it works. It was very him. It worked for him. Yeah, and yeah. I would assume is that his natural natural hair texture or is that a perm? Probably. Well, I don't. I don't know. know. I know. I got lots of questions. Yeah. And then there was the Tempest Blood Bledsoe show that was canceled after one season. Do you okay, remember what who was she, she was? was? What was she on? She was Vanessa Huxtable. Okay, on the Cosby Show. Okay. She tried to do a talk show, too. It just didn't work. And then Tyra Banks did one coming out of the Oh, 90s. I did like t- that one. And yeah. hers was, like, really the only one that tried to touch on that. But she morphed into America's Top Model. She next did. Next model after that. And her show, that talk show, she tried. Excuse me, car. Oh, my God. Rude. We're Someone's trying to, get to home film to a show. Damn. How rude. Um, but there, I guess Tyra Banks had one episode where she and the audience was like all, they were all in their underwear. Oh, it was like like an anti-body shaming. It was like a pro-body one. But I don't think it went well. I don't know much about it. Well, mate, I'm betting if I had to guess what happened back then, they probably, um, made like screened the people beforehand. You know what I mean? Like, I would hope so. Can you you imagine walking in, take off all your clothes? But wouldn't that be kind of against the whole idea of the show, which is to be comfortable in your own skin, but they're like, but you're also too get fat naked. for this show. Yeah. <laughs> but they're like, but be comfortable. But be comfortable on national television. Show your butt. Don't Even be if I were like 110 pounds, I still wouldn't want to be in my underwear on national television. No. Although people do wear less now. They, yeah, and I mean, is. the crop top thing is going strong. God bless him. If I had I know. abs like that or ever, I would have been a crop topping it up. I know. It's never going to happen for me. No. That's why I was so nervous never. to wear that outfit to the thing the other night. Because it was like a two-piece thing, and it showed a little bit of, of my oh, belly. Yeah, I guess I it was just that, a shirt but you looked that you great. it. Thank you. Yeah. You tied it. So it was a wardrobe mal- malfunction, like, waiting to happen. I tried to tape everything in, but mm. it was it was risque, for sure. Mm. Any the line. final thoughts on this documentary? And again, if anybody wants to go check it out, Vice has new episodes of The Dark Side of the 90s, but this is on Hulu. It's season one, episode one. 
it, this wasn't in this episode, but the one thing I took away from the episode I just watched was people used to become recognizable for their talent and now and fame would come as a result of talent and now there are people whose goal is just to be famous. Yeah. So fame is its own kind of monster now where you know, there were people that became famous that just wanted to be actors or musicians and wanted no part of being popular. I would almost say Kurt Cobain kind of falls in that too. Well, that was the yeah. one um, in the documentary, and then it was the singer of the Counting Crows. Mm-hmm. That was one of them that didn't like everything that came with it. And now, I mean, there are people that entire careers are started on TikTok. Yep. And musicians start on. And what do you get just for being famous? <laughs> A good a lot of uh, criticism top of the line of the tables at a restaurant. I, yeah, I don't I guess know. There's that free stuff for posting about it. I guess there's a girl who has a, a Dunkin' Donuts drink, Charlie something. Ugh. Yeah, she's from TikTok. All I know is someone I work with got me hooked on this amazing cold brew coffee from Dunkin' Donuts, and so I would order mm-hmm. it and, and describe. The nitro brew. I went the cold brew with the foam oh, and oh, the yeah, cinnamon, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, a Charlie," and like. Okay, ah. so then the next time I went through, I'm like, to save the extra breath, I'm, I'll just say, save can I have a medium Charlie? Okay, yeah, great. And I'm like, I fucking hate they myself. Knew. They know. It's like a thing. It's oh a thing. Oh, my gosh. And so I had to ask the girl, I'm like, who is Charlie? Oh, a TikTok person. I'm like, fucking hate, hate my life. That is <laughs> unbelievable. But man, does she know a good coffee beverage. Charlie. It's a sprinkle of cinnamon on top. Mm. I, Delish. That reminds me of Charlie Horse on Lamb Chop's Whale. <laughs> <laughs> a great lamb chops play a long voice. We should do an episode on that. Charlie horse. Charlie. That's my that's my impression. <laughs> oh so, yeah, when I really want to piss someone off, I just start singing that. Should and we do a, a Jerry Springer final thought? Which was also a very oh, I forgot weird about the thing. final thought. He would always do the final thought. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you, Ashley, for coming on the show, oh. and to everybody for listening. And do we have any words of wisdom or advice? I'll I'll give you one. Um, you can lead a horse to water, Ooh. but you can't make it drink. Ooh, but you can marry it. <laughs> Jerry Springer. <laughs> I did not see that coming. That was good. I thought you were going with like a Dr. Phil thing that he would always say. He always said you can flatten the pancake as much as you want, but it always has two sides. Ooh. Or a hole in the middle if you come on the Jerry Springer show. Oh, <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. This was a long one. There was a lot, a lot of a lot content to cover. What are we going to talk about next time? I do want to get into the episode about the Viper Room. Oh, the 90s, that was good. Johnny Depp. I had no idea about any of that. No, I didn't know the scandals that occurred. It was a haven for celebs. So many. Yeah, that's a deep dive. Ooh, if I could go back in time, I would want to go to the Viper Room days. Absolutely. Uh huh. And Pussycat Dolls started there. It was a whole. I didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. No idea. I know. You don't know what you don't know. And you can't change what you don't acknowledge. Oh, and that's that's the final thought. thought. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will catch you on the flip side. See you next week. Bye.